This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates. This is a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers to investing from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Pretty impressed with that. You are... You were going to get the intro, but you said, no, nah, I know it off by heart. Jeez, well, if I didn't and, after five years. Well, you've changed it semi-recently. True, true. But look, uh, I'm excited for this episode, as always, but uh, particularly this one, because you've been employed by Woolworths for a while. I have been. And you are no longer employed by Woolworths. No. And so, you can now finally talk about Woolworths. Yes. And so, this episode is going to be Bryce dishing on Woolworths. <laughs> Let's start at the top. What do you think of Brad Banducci, CEO? He's actually an amazing CEO. There you go, Brad. Yeah. Come on the show. Come on, I've, I did email him. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. uh, no response. So, Brad, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. But look, uh, this episode is all about the Woolworths and Endeavour Group demerger. There's plenty of conversation happening in our community at the moment on off the back of the Adam Dawes buy, hold or sell episode. Yeah. Which, if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. It's a cracker. It is a cracker. Uh, and in that, there was um, mention of the demerger and what it means for shareholders of Woolworths when it comes to getting the the two for one yes um stock and uh subsequently plenty of questions coming through the community so we're actually going to walk through why there is a demerger happening um what is a demerger and how does it work and then more importantly what it means for existing and new shareholders of Woolworths and then also what does it actually mean for the companies themselves yeah and we're going to talk about some other historic examples of demergers I lived through one when I worked at Coles that we can talk about a few others um, but this is going to be a Bryce heavy episode which is great uh, because we've just come off your 30th weekend away. Promise there'll be no more 30th chat. Oh, there might be. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm feeling a little worse for wear, so... I love a Bryce Heavy episode. Ren just can't handle the party. <laughs> can't handle the party. I went in sick and I've come out sicker. Uh, <laughs> not enough beers, I don't think. No, no, no. 
Before we kick in, we are very excited to have the second half of Meet, Pay, Love returning to the airwaves. Um, they are part of the Equity Mates Network, and it is a podcast hosted by Zoe and Carmel down in Melbourne, two sisters uh, who are exploring the money side of relationships, all those conversations that you should be having with your partner or thinking about um, when you do get a partner. Uh, we're pretty excited that it's going to be back on Friday in, in your podcast feed, and and they're kicking off with an episode on buying a house. Buying a house. Do you have to wait until you have a partner to buy a house? Should uh, you buy a house when you're single? Uh, all of the big questions. How should you buy a house? Buying it in different names. Buying it in same name. Yeah. They, you name it. They're going to be talking through it. That so, one. And then the next one is weddings. Ooh. A big one for you. <laughs> Not so much for me yet. Uh, but um, yeah, look. The financial side of relationships, often a taboo topic, and Zoe and Carmel are doing some great work breaking it down. So whether you're uh, approaching uh, wedding bells like Bryce or uh, still single but thinking about it like me, uh, there's plenty there to learn about, um, to learn from. Great series. Great series, yes. And uh, before we jump in, um, Ren's uh, DMs are (laughs) are open to slide into if you're... If you can. So far, only people <laughs> ask me about stock tips. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're open. But let's get stuck in. So the Woolworths D merger is um, is just around the corner. And there is uh, a lot of excitement within the community yeah. um, for, for various reasons. But let's start at the top. What is happening and why? Well, Woolworths have a number of businesses within within their <laughs> we're starting at the very top we're very start <laughs> is a company <laughs> nah so uh, in summary what they've done is they've merged their drinks businesses which was Endeavor that included um, you know their private label businesses they also had BWS and they also owned Dan Murphy's they've merged that with their hospitality business which was ALH um, to form a new larger organisation called Endeavor Group now ALH are one of the largest operators of hotels and pokies and gaming rooms within Australia. Uh, And what they've done is put these two businesses together and called it Endeavour Group. So conceptually think about Woolworths, the parent company, having two major companies that sat underneath it. One is a supermarket business, Woolworths, that owns a thousand odd supermarkets in Australia and New Zealand. And the other is a liquor business that owns the liquor production the liquor stores, and then pubs and pokies business as well. Yeah, and distribution. Uh, for those in Sydney, they also own Jimmy Brings. I don't know if Is that's- Is Jimmy Brings just in Sydney? That's what I was just going to say. I don't know, but I, Jim, I've Jimmy, only seen it in Sydney. Jimmy Brings went the big lift at your 30th weekend. <laughs> <laughs> big lift. Big Four vans. <laughs> Four vans. <laughs> um, so, that, w- that was completed in February 2020, and then- Woolworths did this because they have an intention to actually then separate Endeavour Group from Woolworths Group, and that is now the demerger that is happening. And we will get into why in a sec, because I think that's the relevant question that comes to mind. Like you've got this massive business that you've been building and investing in. Why would you get rid of it? But Great question. Let's put a pin in that, but just 
noting that we'll come back to that. Yeah, so a few other <laughs> stats. The Demerger is going to create two independent ASX-listed companies. So Endeavor Group is then going to be listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, as is Woolworths, which is already listed. Uh, both are likely to sit within the ASX top 50 companies. Uh, brokers are, are valuing Endeavor Group between $9.3 billion and $12.5 billion. So um, it's going to be a sizable company once it lists on the Australian Stock Exchange. And, and just for context, you know, Woolworths is right now a $53 billion business. Yep. That's, that's its current market cap according to the market. And so Endeavor Group is about... 20% of, of the business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so um, Woolies is actually going to lose part of that market cap once uh, once it demerges, which we'll chat about in a second. But post-demerger, um, Endeavour will own the largest network of retail alcohol stores in Australia with annual sales of about $10.6 billion. There's 1,630 uh, liquor stores throughout Australia, as I said, including Dan Murphy's and BWS. They have 332 hotels and a strong 12,364 electronic gaming machines across 1,700 liquor sites or hotels around Australia. Um, from memory, they are one of, if not the largest operator of um, gaming uh, poker machines in Australia. So, mm. um, look, if you're interested in that sort of an investment and uh, want to get in the liquor game, and we have done a deep dive on the alcohol industry, Endeavour Drinks is going to be a significant player here in Australia. Yeah. So, to, to put a bow on what is happening and why, well, what is happening, we'll get to why. Woolworths is a $50 billion business. To use round numbers, they've got a $30 billion supermarket business, a $10 billion, you know, uh, Big W business and definitely lucky. not worth ten billion. <laughs> if you're and lucky, then, and then a ten, 10 billion. <laughs> I'm just trying to use round numbers here. I don't even, I don't even on, think it's on. making money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Woolworths came out and said they we want to get rid of it. They couldn't sell it. Like it's worth nothing yeah, at the moment. Yeah, it was. Okay, it's, okay. it's on a turnaround story. All right, let but. me let me rephrase. <laughs> Woolworths is a fifty billion dollar business. They have a forty billion dollar supermarket business. They have a zero dollar <laughs> general store Big W business, and then they have a ten billion dollar alcohol business after the demerger Woolworths will be worth 40 billion dollars Endeavor Drinks will be its own separate company worth 10 billion dollars they're splitting it out they're splitting it out yes so let's go back to basics um what is a demerger uh pretty pretty straightforward in it's a transaction where a business carried on by a company within a group is taken out of that group and run under separate management. Um, however, the key point here is that all or some of the sh same shareholders get access to that new business and uh, remain within the new business. Yeah, so yeah. so that's the difference here with uh, a demerger, otherwise known as a spin-off. Um, so existing shareholders still remain in that new business. Yeah, and shareholders don't have to buy the new shares. If you own Woolworths shares, you're an owner of Endeavour Group today. When the two companies split up, you will just be given shares in Endeavour Group because you own that company as part of being a shareholder. It's like if Bryce and I, if if I own the podcast business at Equity Mates and you own the social media business and we demerge the social media business, we would own shares in both businesses. You'd hope so. You would, you would go and run the social media business. I would run the podcast business. But 
Yeah, we're just splitting the company, basically. Yeah. So, in this specific example, uh, it's called an in-specy distribution. This is a new term that I learned. Uh, but really what it means is that uh, the process of distributing this asset in its physical form rather than selling it, it's distributed um, via the transfer of yeah. stock. Yeah. So, the, the other way this could happen, it's not so much a demerger, is if Woolworths went to Coles and were like, do you want to buy Endeavor Group from yeah. us? And Coles paid $10 billion, got Endeavor Group. Then you as a Woolworth shareholder wouldn't get shares in Coles or something. You would just get cash. You'd get that special dividend. Uh, yeah, exactly, in cash. But in, in this instance, um, you're, you're getting a spin-off. You're getting access to the shares of Endeavor Group. So then for shareholders, as we've said, you will get, if you're a Woolworth shareholder, by the set date. Um, which is the 25th of June. You're actually fact-checking Adam Dawes on this because he said, what, the 16th of June? Yeah, fact-check. So, Adam, um, Bryce is calling you out here, but you actually did have heaps of other knowledge, so fair call. You got that date <laughs> wrong. But, yeah, if you own Woolworth shares before the 25th of June, it means that when the demerger happens, you will get in your brokerage account an Endeavor Group share will, will show up there. Not on the 25th of June, that'll happen later, um, but that's the date that you have to own the shares. Yes, you have to own the shares by the 25th, then you get a two-for-one deal. Two-for-one, so love you, that. Yep, you own a woolly stock, you'll get an Endeavor stock for free, essentially. Now, we have had a, a question on this come through from the Equity Mates community, um, wanting some clarity around uh, eligible shareholders of Woolworth stock. Um, so we thought it would be a good opportunity to jump in here and answer that. Really, it means that you need to be registered on the demerger date, which is the 25th, in uh, a number of particular jurisdictions being Australia, Canada, Hong Kong, Malaysia, New Zealand, Singapore, United Kingdom, and the US. Um, that is one. And then there's another thing to consider. There's a small shareholders uh, section where that if you own 800 or fewer Woolworths shares at the demerger date, you are classified as a small shareholder and you may elect not to receive Endeavor shares under the demerger. In this case, all of the Endeavor shares to which you would otherwise be entitled will be sold under their you know rules and regulations. So if you're a small shareholder- And you don't, get the and, cash. Yeah, and you get the cash yeah, and you don't want to take it on. Um, but I don't see why you would want to do that personally. Well, personally. I can see why. You, you don't want to own you don't want to own ESG. The Australia's biggest poker business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look, yeah, you don't have to take the shares if you don't want to, if you're classified as a small shareholder, which is 800 shares or less. So that's- that's what is happening and I guess in practical terms how you get the shares. I mean, the long and the short of it is you don't have to do anything other than own Woolworths. The rest will be taken care of for you. Let's take a quick ad break and then talk about what it means for the companies because if we're going to be shareholders in, in these two companies, do we want to be shareholders? What's the future hold? Let's talk about that because I think that's the, the interesting part of this conversation. Sounds good. But first... Let's hear from our sponsors. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so Woolworths are demerging Endeavor Group. They're going to be two separate companies listed on the ASX with their own ticket codes, their own share prices, their own management. This is the company equivalent of a divorce. The uh, assets have been split. They're going their separate ways. As a former Woolworths employee, you got up close and personal with those businesses. So what does it mean? And then I'm going to ask you which one you'd rather own. Oh, wow. Love it. All right, Ren, well, I will answer the which one I will invest in in a second. But what does it mean? So the new structure is going to result in both Woolworths holding, and there's actually another company involved, but it's not worth discussing, but Woolworths holding a a stake in Endeavor Group. So if you are a shareholder, um, there is a 14.6% stake in Endeavor Group. And what does it mean for both companies as well? So this is actually going to be a partnership agreement. And what that means is that Endeavor Group is going to be supported by Woolworths uh, via this agreement across various parts of their their business, including the supply chain, including IT services, including marketing. And they're also going to get access to the Woolworths Everyday Rewards program. This is all about, um, you know, Brad Banderjee creating an ecosystem. Uh, they don't want to have to put all of this intensive capital into running the business, but Woolworths has extensive supply chain, extensive services, etc. And so you're looking at me confused. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more about, isn't it more about, because I, I went through two demergers at Coles. I went through the hotel demerger and then I went through the West Farmers Coles demerger. Isn't it more about a lot of the services right now are shared across the group. You know, you build DCs, distribution centers across the group. You you have IT systems across the group. You have service contracts across the group. Uh, You know, like I was dealing with like waste, but also like electricity, all that stuff. You have shared buildings and shared tenancies. And so it's just like you can't you can't just have a clean break. Yeah, well, I mean, the classic example in this situation is every Woolworth store has a BWS exactly. next yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and and, and the Woolworths, pallets come in the back. The you know exactly, and, and Woolworths was paying rent on the full building, and now you have to split that. But it's yeah, there's shared services, shared electricity, shared water, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. because of that, and I found this interesting. Endeavor Group is actually going to be paying Woolworths five hundred and sixty four million dollars a year. Uh, of which around 80 is expected to be classified as top-line revenue for Woolworths and about $300 million as other revenue. That's part of the agreement. So this is not just going to be a, a, a sweet divorce and they don't talk to each other. They're selling, uh, they're demerging it, but they're still going to have a very, very close working relationship. There, there were even things when we demerged, when Coles demerged from West Farmers around, there were sites where like there was... Coles Superstores and it was like a Kmart and a Coles in the same building. West Farmers held on to Kmart, Coles split out. And it's like there was only one team room yes. and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, well, what are the rules around uh, like, uh, who has the team in. room? Can we share it? Because yeah. we're now separate companies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, look, that that's what it means for both companies. But let's have a look in more detail at what it means for the individual companies. And there is no doubt that for Woolworths, Brad has been very public in – suggesting that the one of the main contributors and reasons for this is to put Woolworths in a place where they are going to be able to be better placed to tackle social issues. So we put a pin in the why earlier. Now we're unpinning that pin and let's uh, have that conversation. Yes, unpinning that. And really what that comes down to is 
For a long time, Woolworths have not been able to position themselves as an attractive, sustainable investment, ESG investment, uh, because they are so heavily involved in alcohol and also gaming. Yeah. Is. If, if uh, for long time Equity Mates listeners, we've had um, Adam Verway from Future Super on the show a couple of times. We play a game, uh, ethical or unethical, and I always loved putting Woolworths in there uh, because Woolworths always fell on the unethical side of the investing divide because they are one of the largest poker machines operators in Australia. Yeah. However, now that they will be able to rid themselves of that side of the business, it's going to open up incredible opportunity and uh, access to pools of capital from around the world who are looking to or have wanted to invest in Woolworths for a long time, but due to their own ESG frameworks, haven't been able to do so. Yeah. So we're talking here about. Australian superannuation funds, Canadian pension funds, you know, Norwegian sovereign wealth funds. There's a lot of money out there that has some ethical mandate that uh, has rules around what they can and can't invest in. Um, And word on the street, actually, I think Adam told us this uh, in the interview we did with him that Brad Banducci has been getting calls from them saying, we want to invest in you, but we can't because of your poker machine business. Mm -hmm. Brad Banducci splitting the unethical part of his business out means that all of a sudden all these massive pools of capital can now include Woolworths in their investing universe. Yeah. So, look, no doubt that that is one of the main drivers for for why they're doing this. And uh, it's going to be an incredibly, I guess, important impact on Woolworths. Another thing to consider is that by uh, removing two of those businesses, the the gaming and, and the liquor, they're going to be able to refocus on other areas of um, revenue within the business. So a couple of businesses that uh, Brad and the team have been building out over the last few years is obviously Woolies X, which is their online business, which is pretty integrated into the supermarket side of things. They also have Cartology Media, which is um, all within the uh, media industry. Um, So another separate, I guess, business that they're building out that is leveraging the insights that they get uh, through the supermarket business uh, and creating a a media business there. And then they're also, I'm pretty sure, their majority owner of uh, Quantium, which is an incredibly powerful data analytics company. I feel like they Um, bought the rest of it or something, didn't they? Yeah, I, th- I feel like they're de- a majority shareholder, if not solely. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, they've bought. They originally acquired fifty percent in twenty thirteen, yeah. and then I think they now have a controlling interest in it. Yeah, as of twenty twenty one. Incredibly powerful data analytics company, Quantium, which uh, they're obviously leveraging both within their business, but it's another great revenue stream. So they're going to be able to refocus on uh, creating this uh, ecosystem uh, within within their universe that's going to generate incremental earnings um, outside of liquor and gaming. So let's before we get to what it means for Endeavor, let's just wrap up the Woolworths thing. So two key reasons. First of all, that ethical concern um, is no longer there and it opens up more investors um, to invest in Woolworths. And secondly, it allows them to focus their investments in terms of like taking their profit, reinvesting it in the business. It allows Woolworths to focus on things that they think will drive greater revenue, greater profit over time. A lot of those digital focused, media focused. Love that everyone's got a media arm these days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, 
So th- those are the two key reasons. Yeah. 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 So what does it mean for Endeavour? Well, they're not going to be uh, They will not taking pass in money ethical from- <laughs> screens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they will not be passing ethical screen, uh, screens, that is for sure. But what it will allow them to do, you know, for, for a long time, they haven't really been putting a whole heap of- Well, Woolworths Group hasn't been putting a whole heap of money and resources into actually- reinvesting and improving the fleet of uh, hotels and and whatnot around the country and poker um, machines come on well that's that's the second <laughs> you've got your hotels uh but i'm also saying like your bws's your dan murphy's those sorts of things in terms of uh their actual percentage of stores per year that they're reinvesting in it's lagging the market um so they're going to refocus on upgrading more stores faster than they have been which we know does generally lead to incremental growth per store uh secondly they will be rejuvenating their gaming network uh, as they phrased it it's a technology driven industry in other words they're going to be putting poker machines in i guess that are top of the market more attractive um you know which is honestly music to your ears. Better, <laughs> it's not better music. poker machines. Oh, you are loving this. And the, the reason they haven't been able to do that is because uh, they've been bound by Woolworths Group's ESG framework and mandate, which I'm sure pretty much says, let's not pour all of our profit into upgrading yeah. <laughs> um, poker machines. So now that they're going to be separated from that, they're going to be able to reinvest more back into the business at a, at a faster rate, uh, which we know hopefully will lead to a uh, to greater top line. So that's that's the I guess that's the bull case for both of these companies. Woolworths can reinvest in what really matters to the core business. They may be able to get a um, valuation like multiple improvement because there's a lot more money pouring into the sector, pouring into the company. For Endeavour, they can focus on their core business. They're free from the constraints of some of Woolworths' um, uh, ESG policies. That's the bull case. But at the same time, there's definitely a bear case. There's a lot of synergies between these two companies. There's a reason that Woolworths has the biggest supermarket franchise and the biggest liquor franchise in Australia. Um, what's the what's the p- potential downside for both? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're such a Woolworths bull. Yeah, there's it's, no downside. So I, that, if I mean, that's the case, why doesn't every company split off all their businesses? Oh, I mean, because there's a there's a there's a reason up until now that they've wanted to be involved in the, the in liquor. You know, their competitors have been involved in the liquor game. Um, you know, businesses build other businesses and acquire other businesses to drive revenue growth. It's a, a source of um, growth and value creation for shareholders. So there's plenty of reasons why they've got to this point. But equally, I think now, you know, the reason that they're demerging is to continue to drive shareholder value um, and you know, I think become more competitive. But so, so I ask you for the bear case, and you end up talking about. <laughs> I the love Woolworths. All right, well, let me talk about the bear case, just so we're uh, giving at least the illusion of impartiality. Sure. So, I think there's two key there's two key risks. The first one is that in some businesses, one plus one does equal three. Like there are synergies in a supermarket business and a liquor business, a liquor retail business, that really matter. Um, the fact is that. Every Coles has a 
BWS beside no. Coles, every no. Coles has a liquor land beside them. Jeez, it's been a while. Every Woolworths has a BWS or a Dan's near them, um, and it allows it allows like you know supply chain costs to be reduced in some instances. You can put multiple loads for like both of them on the same truck, um, but it also allows the business to like cross promote and you know um, to drive customers. To, to attract customers to either one store and then drive them into the other. To do deals across both stores. I don't know how much you're cross-selling liquor, but there are synergies that they will lose. Um, a lot of those, though, we're not going to be losing. Well, you, think, you, you say that now, but the fact of the matter is that over time, there are two businesses with different management. Woolworths is a minority shareholder in Endeavor. And so bis- like over time... You know, right now, everyone who's going to run Endeavor will bleed Woolworths Green. Yeah. But over time, Endeavor will become its own business. So, so that's the first one that you, that you potentially do lose some synergies. The second one is that there are some shared products that have been supporting both businesses that become a little bit more fraught. So um, when Coles and West Farmers demerge, the flybys program is this incredible value creator. It's so valuable. It had to like be split off into its own joint venture that was jointly owned between West Farmers and Coles. I don't know what the status of Woolworths Everyday Rewards is. Will it stay with Woolworths? Will it become a joint venture? But it will be interesting to see what happens there. I think um, it's access to yeah. Everyday Rewards. And so for that probably that probably hurts Endeavor more that they then are just like a partner of Woolworths with Everyday Rewards rather than someone who owns it and can drive the direction of it and stuff like that. But but that's just one of many of these sort of shared value creators that will now won't have the scale that they did before in some ways. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, interestingly, Dan's is actually not part of that anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, they have their own rewards program. Okay, well, then ma- maybe an- I take it back. Maybe an- it's not as annoying. impactful. Um, BWS, though, does yeah. obviously use... Um, the everyday rewards but yeah good bear case bear case for endeavor i guess would be the same well yeah it's like it's a slow growing business dan so for people that haven't had the retail background that we have you think of bunnings as a category killer you think of baby bunting as a category killer dan's was the category killer in liquor like it just could get it had the most scale it could get the lowest prices it had the best range yeah um dan's was the The gold standard yeah. yeah I think that th- there is a lot of efforts to erode that. Um, Absolutely. So th- there's a question about what the future of Dan's um, moat is, I guess. Yeah. And then the second question about Endeavor is there is a lot of regulatory risk around pinning your hopes to poker machines. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if that business is get has some value write-downs over time as you know, governments around Australia crack down on that stuff. Show me a government that's going to crack down on uh, poker machines. Well, but anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> let's, um, we're going to have a look at some of the historical examples of some major demergers in Australia because, uh, interestingly, it often does create a lot of shareholder value uh, on both sides of the coin and uh, we've got some examples to, to show you. So uh, stick around. We're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, Ren. Well, as you've uh, mentioned many times in this episode, uh, Coles West Farmers Demersh. Well, hold on, hold on. You you uh, want to move on to other examples of demergers. Well, but I am noting that I asked you a question that you haven't answered about Woolworths and Endeavour. Oh, which one would I invest in? Which one would you? Yeah, which do you think is going to do better? I'm going to say I'll do better 20, over 20, what time 24 horizon? month time horizon. 24-month time horizon, um, <clears throat> I am going to go – well, I know the stats on this historically, but um, I'm going to go Woolworths. I'm backing in Woolworths. Backing in Woolworths? Yeah, and then I, that does go against the stats, but I'm backing in Woolworths to be a yeah, better performer. Definitely long-term better performer. Um, shorter term, yeah. Stats, the stats tell me that it's uh, – the history tells me that it's going to be Endeavour. Yeah, okay. I, I would say I would agree with you that I think Woolworths is going to buck the trend, but let's not talk about – let's not mention the stats but not talk about them. Tell us about the history. Tell us why history says Endeavour will do better. Yeah, so Morgan Stanley has conducted analysis of 23 demergers in Australia since uh, 2000, and it shows that both the demerged entity and the parent entity have outperformed the market, particularly in the first year after demerger. The median outperformance was 17% for the actual demerged entity, so that would be Endeavour Group, and uh, over 7% for the parent entity or Woolworths. So that's outperforming the market, um, which is uh, pretty phenomenal returns for uh, the first year. Um, so that's why I would say that uh, history tells us that we could expect uh, Endeavour to, to be the star performer over the next year or so, but... For me, I think Woolies is going to buck that trend. So let's talk about some other examples. And um, let's start with West Farmers and Coles because that's another one that we have personal experience with. Um, so in 2018, so West Farmers, owner of Bunnings, Kmart, Target, Officeworks, a bunch of other businesses, and also owned Coles Group. Um, in 2018, Coles was demerged and became its own standalone company again. Since then, Coles up about 24%. Okay. West Farmers up 76%. Yo. Yeah. So West Farmers has had an incredible run since then. It is so when Coles split out, it was like 15 bucks a share. And so West Farmers lost about $15 a share of share price. Like it went down 15 because Coles was split out. West Farmers has now eclipsed where it was when Coles was part of the group. Jay. Its share price is higher than pre-demerger. Jeez. Yeah. Shareholders loving the fact that they got rid of Coles and focusing all their energy on Bunnings. On Bunnings, <laughs> Bunnings and Kmart are just two incredible businesses. Bunnings yeah. are level above anything else. But um, West Farmers and Coles has been one where West Farmers bought Coles in 2007, sold it in 2018, did a bunch of stuff there that created a lot of value, but they realized that it was time and um, they were, the market obviously agrees with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you go both? You would have got both. Well, I owned West Farmers shares and I 
was given Coles shares as part yeah. of the demerger. So in my IG account, I have West Farmers shares. They have a cost base, like an average cost base that I've bought them at. Um, and then I have Coles shares listed under them where my cost base is zero. And that is a very good point you raised there, Ren. There's a few questions in the group around um, working out the tax implications of getting free shares um, without going into too much detail. Or I would say is there's plenty of stuff online and it's very straightforward on how to do it. Nice way to avoid the question. Yeah, we don't do tax on this well, show. we can't do tax on this show. So speak to a tax professional because they can give you specific tax advice. Yes, but there are tax implications. Uh, another few examples, um, Orica and Dulux, the paint. Uh, okay. So I hadn't heard of Orica, but uh, I, I Googled it. It's a, it's an Australian-based uh, firm, and it's one of the world's largest providers of commercial explosive and blasting systems to mining, quarrying, okay. oil and gas. So they obviously owned Dulux um, at, at some point in time. And in 2010, uh, shareholders received one Dulux share for each share they owned in Orica. Um, the Dulux shares closed at $2.54 on the day that it uh, first started trading. 10 years later, um, shareholders received $9.75 as Dulux was acquired by another company. So that is a return of over 20% per annum. And what um, about Orica? For 10 years. Um, or I don't know the the price that Orica was at the time. It's, a, um, it's Orica's down from 2010 anyway. So no, Orica sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> you had it here first, guys. <laughs> so Dulux definitely was the better of the two there. Absolutely. So another, a few notable ones. Uh, you might remember the BHP Group spinning off a bunch of uh, its random assets. Um, that they put together and called it South 32. And I think it's all companies that were below the Southern yeah, Hemisphere. Yeah, Adam, Adam spoke about this on his Buy, Hold and Sell episode. Um, yeah, 30, 32 different mines or businesses that are all south of the equator. Yeah, really yeah. weird. But um, this one did buck the trend. The spin-off company being South 32 actually underperformed uh, in their first year 20% down. Uh, however, has recovered subsequently three years later to be um, pumping out 28%. So um, go South 32. And then Fairfax and Domain. Well, this, um, is, this is one that I don't even need to look at the two respective share prices. What do you reckon? Domain. Has. To, from, from when they demerged to today, Domain has to have done better. I'm going to have to fact check that. Well, Fairfax got bought by nine. Yeah. But I mean, Domain is an unbelievable business and Fairfax is a legacy newspaper business. That's true. But in the first, okay, the stats that I've got in front of me say within the first year, Domain was actually down 30%. Wow. Yeah, but, um, but I'm sure uh, it's, it's come back. I can't get it up in front of me at the moment. But um, yeah, interestingly. There you go. Yeah. I, I guess the key message from this is that um, you can get value on both sides of the trade. Um, as we said, history sort of suggests that uh, this spin-off company is the one that is going to generate some shorter-term gains, but um, longer-term, my gut feeling is is sitting with Woolworths. Yeah. Now, um, let's. We've got a bunch of questions from the community here, um, and there's heaps more Woolworths Endeavor chat in the Facebook group. So, if you have other questions, or this episode has created questions in your mind that we haven't answered, um, head to our Facebook group and join the discussion there. Um, but let's rip through some of these questions. Any any thoughts on whether the upside is already priced in? I mean, potentially, but 
um, there's going to be a lot of price movement when the demerger happens and uh, and then we're going to see all of this money starting to come in from pension funds, etc. So I would say probably broadly neutral. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna, like the, the, the value of Endeavor is <coughs> embedded in the Woolworths share price. Yeah. And so, yeah, you might – there might be like incremental value creation by them being separate businesses, but – to a large extent, yes, the the value of Endeavor is in the price of Woolworths. Um, it's just what they can do on top of that as standalone businesses. Yeah. Do you have to pay brokerage when you receive Endeavor shares? No. 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 That's an easy one. Pretty straightforward. Does it does it matter if you have a broker that is chess sponsored or um, custodial? It shouldn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if you have a custodial broker, so you don't have your, you know, the shares aren't held on your own HIN, um, the the custodian will get those shares and will hold them in your name and they will show up in your brokerage account. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one is, a, this one's a good one. What happens to all the shares in ETFs? No doubt everyone who a- owns A200 will be thinking, Will that ETF be getting shares for Endeavor? So we reached out to the experts at BetaShares um, who know all things ETFs and their response was that for each share of Woolworths the ETF owns, it will receive one share of Endeavor as per. Depending on the index rules themselves, typically what happens is usually both stocks will remain in the index and uh, at their respective weights until the next rebalance. At that time, depending on the index rules, either both will remain in the end index or one could be removed or both due to not meeting the requirements for inclusion. A requirement, for example, it needs to meet certain liquidity or size. Um, if Endeavor fails on those, uh, it might be removed. Um, and you can imagine, you know, there's going to be a few inclusions of Woolies, etc., in some ESG ETFs as well, I would imagine. Yeah, I think if an, an ASX 200 ETF, you can be pretty confident that both Endeavor and Woolworths will remain in the index. Yeah. Um, if you own, say, like an ethical ETF, Woolworths probably wouldn't be in them now. But if there is one with Woolworths in it, you can be pretty confident that Endeavor will not be included in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, and the final one is how does pricing work? It's just market forces really. So you're going to have the market cap of Endeavor essentially removed from the market cap of Woolworths. Uh, and then they're just going to be open to free market forces on when they're listed on respectively on the ASX. Yeah. I think the key question here is, so the Woolworths is pretty straightforward. One day Endeavor is part of the business. The next day Endeavor is not part of the business. And so people trading Woolworths shares will take that into account and the market will set the price. Mm-hmm. For Endeavor, think of it like a direct public listing. So it's not an IPO where there's like a set price that they're raising capital at and that's the price that it lists on day one. It's a direct public listing. So like what Spotify did back in the day um, or Roblox did recently, mm. it's the shares are then available to trade at a certain time and people start trading it. And whatever that the people start trading it at is the price. Yeah. And so you might get a bit of volatility on the the first day, but a lot of the market professionals, you know, the investment banks and the funds and the institutions, have a pretty good idea of what value they think Endeavor is is worth, and so the price will settle pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
yeah, just see what happens, I guess. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just if you're interested, uh, check it out. But look, um, that does bring us to the end of the demerger. We do have a, a listener mail bag that we'd like to play here from Craig uh, uh, about our 30 stocks. So we'll give that a listen and uh, quickly answer that. Hi, Bryce. I need to know if we can get an ETF of your top 30 that you did for your birthday. Thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> that is a great question, Craig. Great um, question. I'd love to do that. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be good to see. I don't know if I'd trust Bryce to create index rules and rebalance and manage There'd be that. no rules. There'd be <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. No, that's not bad. A no rules no, ETF. It's just whatever I feel like on the day. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, what I, we should do is actually put them all together and track them. Um, the other thing was we keep saying 30 stocks. Uh, it was a lot more than yeah, 30. Yeah, it was about 45 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thanks for the mailbag, Craig. Uh, we would love to do that. Stay tuned, I guess, if there's any ETF providers listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, Come yeah. at us. <laughs> well, come at us, but maybe just come at Bryce because I don't know if I want my name attached to your <laughs> your no rules daily <laughs> rebalancing ETF. I'll back it. Uh, if you would like to leave us a mailbag question uh, regarding anything, head to our website, equitymates.com slash contact, and there's a a form in there where you can quickly leave a voice message and uh, upload it. But look, we do love hearing from you and the community. So um, please do hit us up at equitymates.com slash contact. Um, otherwise, if you don't like being in the limelight, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok even, where Ren's growing our TikTok account, uh, or join our Facebook. Our TikTok is growing as fast as my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, or you can join our Facebook discussion group. We've also got some big things coming with a, a new forum, so stay tuned for that. Um, there's always plenty of lively chat going on. Um, and in fact, uh, a group of you were really generous and shared your mistakes from, uh, your early investing journey with us. And we've been talking about that over on our get started investing podcast. So if you want to hear some funny stories of people stuffing up, uh, and what we can do about it to avoid making mistakes, head over to get started investing. Um, but lastly, if you have found that equity mates is an essential part of your investing journey, then there's one thing that you can do to help us. And that is to rate and review our podcast uh, through your podcast app. Uh, five stars would be appreciated. If it's anything less than five, take it up directly with us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, every podcaster says it, but it is actually something that helps people discover the show. And as we grow, we can do more stuff. You know, we can get better guests. We can um, do more, you know, live shows. We can finally get some merch out the door. Yeah, maybe. Um, Maybe no, we will get. We have we have got merch. We um, do. Uh, so the bigger the equity mates audience is, the the more exciting it is for everyone. Um, so you can help us get there by reviewing us and leaving a rating. So yeah, we really appreciate it if you can. Absolutely. Well, uh, Ren, as always, great to, to chat stocks, especially uh, Woolworths in yeah. this situation. <laughs> yes. uh, you can, as you can tell, we're uh, the big retail fans, but uh, we'll leave it there and pick and it up next week. hold on, before yeah. we go, uh, now that you've left Woolworths, reveal one thing that you couldn't while you were still Absolutely there. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be throwing shade. No, it could be a good Talk thing. Talk next week. We'll talk next week. <laughs>